I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Will Lewis Hamilton take the podium at his home ground this Sunday? I certainly hope so. But in the meanwhile, let's take a look at what's going on in the Formula One world. So after a long tussle between ESPN, Netflix, and NBC Universal, Formula One has decided to stay with ESPN, but at a very high cost. According to Sports Business Journal, F1 has renewed its media rights agreement with ESPN through 2025. Wait for it, because the offer amount will blow your mind. ESPN has reportedly offered to pay seventy-five to ninety million dollars each year. Its previous contract, signed in twenty nineteen, was for five million dollars per year. While it may look like ESPN has won the war, the true winner here is Formula One. Such exuberant spending on media rights reveals a lot about the world of sports business. Formula One's new deal has led to the value of sports rights to broadcast and streaming platforms reach $21.5 billion in 2022. Variety VIP Plus estimates that the figure will reach $29.2 billion by the end of 2026. Clearly, there is a huge gap between the amount paid back in 2015 and in the present. It's almost twice as much as what networks and broadcasters bombarded it with in terms of sports coverage. However, this emerging trend is beneficial to all sports, not just Formula One. For instance, a Variety report claims that the National Football League, aka the NFL, will be the largest rights holder in 2022, with a value of 8.8 billion dollars. The report also projects that the NFL will account for 44% of the 29.2 billion dollars in sports rights fees paid by American broadcast networks and streaming providers. But who is the loser here? You, me, and basically all the viewers. While ESPN is spending over seventy-five million dollars on F1 media rights, inevitably you too have to pay higher prices for subscriptions. Especially with rising inflation, the costs of cable TV services and streaming services are sure to increase. Speaking of which, remember IPL media rights? The sale of IPL media rights to Viacom 18 and digital rights to Disney Star for 48,390 crore rupees combined was a success for the Board of Control for Cricket in India. In fact, it is regarded as the second most valued sport in the world after the NFL. In conclusion, the sports industry is rich and valuable, and despite the rising costs, our love for sports will never die. Hence, we'll continue to pay high prices if we have to. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. I am Farheen Khan, and here's the deep dive for July first, twenty twenty-two. Do you remember the time when Wikipedia was our only information source? Well, it appears that the biggest information bank in the world has slightly pivoted, and for good. As per a TechCrunch report. Google and the Internet Archive are the first Wikimedia enterprise clients of the Wikimedia Foundation, the non-profit organization that owns Wikipedia. To provide further context, Wikimedia Enterprise was introduced in October of last year, but the enterprise had not announced its customers until now. 
So from here on, the search giant Google will pay for the Wikipedia data that it has been using on its platform, more especially in its knowledge panels. It comes as no surprise that Wikipedia's initial customers include Google and the digital library Internet Archive as Google has been a long-time user of Wikipedia. The Internet Archive is a non-profit that runs a digital archive called the Wayback Machine. And as per the reports, the platform will be offered the commercial services for free. What does the Wayback Machine do? Well, as the name suggests, Wayback Machine takes us back in time as we can see how the websites looked in the past. It is also used to fix Wikipedia links. But why is this pivotal development significant to us? Simply because without Wikipedia's open and free datasets, the World Wide Web that we know wouldn't be the same. Those free datasets are crucial for search results. Additionally, it helps virtual assistants like Siri, Alexa and others. Despite the fact that many of these services import data for free, filtering and organizing this data is time-consuming and it is a costly affair. However, with the help of Wikimedia Enterprise, datasets can be sorted for the client as per requirement and it will also offer customer support, which has been missing all of these years. For a non-profit known for its volunteer-driven, non-commercial ideas, Enterprise is questionably a transition and an upgrade. And anyway, Google has been a long-time user of information available on the online encyclopedia. In fact, when you search anything on Google, you can see a knowledge panel on the sidebar apart from the search results. That quick information bar, which pulls information from various free sources, was launched in 2021. One of the most visible results is from Wikipedia. And how can Meta not be a part of this? Such info panels were also tested by Facebook in 2020 and are now available in Apple's Spotlight search feature. Many companies on a day-to-day -day basis use the information available on Wikipedia for their products and services. Tim Palmer, Managing Director of Search Partnerships Department at Google said, We have long supported the Wikimedia Foundation in pursuit of our shared goals of expanding knowledge and information access for people everywhere. We look forward to deepening our partnership with Wikimedia Enterprise, further investing in the long-term sustainability of the foundation and the knowledge ecosystem it continues to build, as reported in TechCrunch. Despite the new commercial feature, Wikipedia will still be available for free to all individual users, keeping up with its aim of building a knowledge source for everyone. Though several times in the past, Google has made financial contributions to Wikipedia, the recent agreement will make them work more efficiently towards providing an improvised content sourcing process. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Have a good weekend and we'll see you next week.